0: Hello dear friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable and I'm inviting you to stay tuned for this important edition of Let's Talk About Jesus. In fact, every, every episode of Let's Talk About Jesus because we are preaching Jesus Christ. And Him crucified, we are teaching from the Word of God that is eternal. All of these messages, all of these teachings are important because they're coming from the Bible, God's book about God. And His Son and our Savior Jesus Christ. And we do pray that the Holy Spirit will be active today as we uh, open the Word of God, open our hearts, open our minds, and pray that the Holy Spirit open our spiritual eyes to a truth that can transform your life and can give you something today to hang on to uh, in this world when everything seems to be shaken so desperately and so bad today there's a foundation to plant your feet upon to to build your life upon in the word of God you know Jesus said he that heareth these sayings and doeth them I'll show you what he's like he's like a man that digged deep and laid his foundation on a rock, and the winds came. You see, being a Christian doesn't mean that storms will not come into your life. But here's what he said the winds came, the rains came, the floods came, but it did not fall, for it was founded on. On a rock. Hallelujah. So we want to dig deep into the bedrock of God's Word today that we might have a foundation of faith built upon the apostles and the prophets, with Jesus Christ Himself being the chief. Cornerstone as one uh, converted Christian (laughs) Indian said who had come to know Christ as his Savior. He said I know God loves the Indian people for he his name is chief cornerstone. Praise God. Well we thank God for our chief cornerstone, Jesus Christ today. We thank God to be right here on W. M-A-F, ministering right now uh, in uh, North Florida, South Georgia, Valdosta, as you're driving the interstate, and anywhere in America, anywhere in the world that is connected to the World Wide Web. Anyone who has come to our website and downloaded this edition or listening live on our website to this message and those messages that are there for you. We're grateful that you have come today. Amen. And we pray that this message may be a blessing to you in this time of such trouble, this time that is called perilous times in the last days. Oh, friend, if there's a confirmation, just listen to the news today. Listen and read the periodicals uh, online, if you please. Just type in news and read it all. And friend of mine, you will know that we are living in the last of the last days. Because the Bible said in those days, delegated, designated as the last days, perilous times will come. We're living in those times, outrageous times, difficult times, times when there's such tumult and trouble that it will begin to affect people. Jesus said in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 24, verse 11 and 12, when asked the question, when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of your appearing? He said, many false prophets will go out into the earth, deceive many, and because iniquity will abound the love of many will wax cold he spoke of this time entering into that time of great tribulation that is coming he said men's hearts will fail them for fear and looking at the things which are coming upon the earth surely we are living in those times today but There is a peace that can be obtained and procured for those who put their trust in God and receive His Son as their Savior. There is a pathway to that peace. Amen. And we're going to talk about old paths to true peace, even in this time of trouble. Maybe more important in the last days than any days of human history that we obtain this promise of peace in the midst of all the troubles around us. And it it is imperative that we come back to the pathway to peace that has been promised and proven in the Scriptures, hallelujah, themselves, and in the God who made the provision. You know, Jesus said in this world, this world, this fallen world, you shall have tribulation. That's a promise to everyone who lives in this fallen world, Christians included. And the word is Thelpsis in the Greek, and it means anguish and pressure. That is what every one of us is going to experience living in faulty bodies in a fallen world. But he said, be of good cheer. Isn't that an incredible statement to make right after promising the pressure and the trouble, the anguish? But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. There is a promise of peace and comfort and consolation from Christ Himself. For He also went on to say, My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. You see, the world's definition of peace is the, the absence of pressure. The cessation of wars. The absence of any kind of trouble in your life. This seem like utopian paradise state of living. And the world is not like that. And it will never be like that until Jesus comes and establishes his kingdom. Oh, but friend, here's the good news. Christ can come to you and establish his kingdom within you and within me. If we receive Him as our Lord and our Savior, we repent of our sins and obtain the forgiveness of God because of His Son's sacrifice in our behalf. Ah, but this is an old path to peace. This doesn't fit in to any new age ideas or philosophies, and it will never fit in. It's like oil and water. This is a supernatural peace. This is a God given peace. It's a peace, the Bible said, that passes all understanding. And we want to talk about old paths to true peace today. Listen to Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16. It says, Thus saith the Lord Stand you in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths, wherein is the good way. And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. You see, there's something about getting back to fundamentals and back to basics uh, that uh, everyone's looking for that new and better. They sold a lot of detergent uh, back in the days of the soap opera days. They called them soap operas because they were generally supported by some kind of new and improved detergent product. (laughs) And it was always new and improved. And that was the selling point. And on many occasions concerning soap suds, amen, detergents for your washer. It was made better than some of the older products. It was vastly improved when it came in concentrated form and, and, and had additives uh, that we have today. But when you come to the gospel of Jesus Christ, When you come to the the fundamental needs of fallen man and a God who says, I have a way, I have made a pathway, but it's not anything new and it can never be improved upon. It is an ancient path. It is an old path of repentance and being made right with God. And many people are still rejecting the old path pathways They're looking for new paths, new age religious systems, instead of the proven and true paths that God himself has established. See, God doesn't have to make something new because he made it perfect when he made it. It doesn't need improvement because God is perfect and so are his ways. In him, the scripture declares, there is no variableness, neither a shadow of turning. And we're in a day when, as a minister of the gospel, just like Isaiah, Jeremiah rather, and Isaiah and his contemporaries, he said, Stand in the ways and see and ask for the old paths. Wherein is the good way? And when you find it, walk therein, and you will find what is promised but not provided Today, in the new age, a culture that we live in, you will find, this is a promise, You, when you find the old path to peace, you will find peace of mind. You will find rest for your soul. But they said, like so many are saying today, we will not walk therein. A contemporary version reads, so now the Lord says, stop right where you are. Look for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your soul. But you reply, no, that's not the road we want. You see, friend, today man's search for peace within has taken many turns down through the centuries, even in ancient Israel, a culture so rich in the revelation of God's holy standards, a culture so schooled by the patriarchs and the prophets in God's eternal guidelines to live pleasing to their God and at peace with themselves. They left the old proven paths, and they went their own way. At the time of this writing, false prophets have promised a false peace, and Jeremiah was sent to call them back to the old paths that lead to true peace peace so israel was at a crossroads in jeremiah 6 and 16 it says once again this is what the lord says stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your soul with all the modern achievements In our 21st century culture with its new age teachings and techniques, a new world order worldview, a new approach to education, it's a new definition of family, it's new morality of situation ethics. And with all its intellectuals and self-help gurus, true peace still remains elusive from modern man and the 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 drunkenness the the drug uh situation that we're facing right now so many people began taking opiates for pain but there was something within them that that seemed to be helped when this chemical that that deadened the pain also began to deaden the pain and pangs of guilt and shame and brokenness and heartache and heartbreak and many, many, many people who started out on pain medication became addicted not because they had the pain got worse but because they thought they had found something to give them some peace in their heart some peace in their mind man is still looking man is still searching according to the Associated Press uh, 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 article in the Tampa Tribune it said the FDA years ago approved Prozac for children. Think about that i've just turned seventy years old and and i i wasn't i you know this is a whole different day, and our kids are facing a whole different set of pressures than than I did and if you're as old as I am, you know what i 'm talking about today. The popular antidepressant can now be prescribed for very young children suffering from depression. Oh, friend of mine! I couldn't wait to get home. I get my fishing pole. I listen. Andy of Mayberry wasn't some fictional place. It it was near where I lived. I lived in Mango, Florida, just a little wide place in the road, but had a fishing hole. Uh, you could dig you some worms. You could go out on Saturday and catch some little fish. Uh, you could take a, a nickel bag of BBs and go up into the woods and and just. St- all day with a with a little cheap BB gun Oh, friend of mine we could watch Walt Disney uh, <laughs> come on uh, a, a black and white TV that was about 10 inches in diameter with a, a little little sound that sounded like it was coming out of a, a two-inch speaker and just be so thrilled we didn't know what was going on around the world the diseases We didn't know about the wars. We didn't know about the murders, the atrocities. There weren't as many, and when they occurred, they were in isolated events in isolated places, for I was born just after World War II. The Korean War raged while I was too young to understand what was happening, and then the Vietnam War came. I was well aware that I may be drafted at any time but I had a child to take care of, and I didn't serve in the Vietnam conflict. I was very willing to serve, but I did not. But my son came to me, and he said, Daddy, will I have to serve in the Vietnam War. And he was 12 years old, and I said, Son, I, I hope that you do not have to serve, but I can't tell you that you won't have to go, amen, listen friend, Right then I realized our children are growing up in such a different world, and oh today there's no comparison to even back then, my son is now 43, my oldest, I mean I'm sorry 53, uh, and my youngest son is 43, they never knew the innocence of my day. They didn't know the innocence of carrying a a Davy Crockett lunchbox to school, a Roy Rogers lunchbox, and seeing the good guy always in and not seeing someone shot and the blood splatter the screen or the wall. They didn't know. They didn't see the images of atrocities around the world. So the FDA has approved... Prozac, Prozac for children, because of the depression that they are in. In that they are in, there was a movie released some years ago, not too awful long ago, starring Christina Ricci and Jessica Lange. And it's titled Prozac Nation, based on the book of the same name set in the '80s, whose theme its main characters bout with depression. Oh, friend of mine before the prevalence of anti-depression drugs. And that's why the suicide rate is not declining. And that's why in a nation that offers so much to so many, has so many people living under the cloud of depression. How we need to call for the ancient pathways and the promises from God Himself that if you get right with me, you will find rest for your soul. If you will follow as a disciple of Christ, hallelujah, he will lead you, and as David said, into green pasture, make you lay down beside still water. I want to read from Matthew eleven, twenty eight through thirty. Jesus says, Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You see, friend, Christ's great call and challenge is to come unto me. Sin is still the issue and Jesus Christ is still the The answer, there's a wonderful release when the burden of guilt and sin is removed from us. The tension between a holy God who cannot abide our sin gives us a way to sweet peace and acceptance when we are truly forgiven. When you repent and come to Christ as your Savior, a reconciliation takes place because of His substitutionary sacrifice on the cross. We can be forgiven and God can accept us in his son. In fact, in the book of Ephesians, the scripture said that we are accepted in the beloved and that means to be highly armored, highly honored and highly favored. God brings us into His royal family, and He doesn't call us His subjects. He calls us His sheep. He doesn't call us anything less than His very sons and daughters. We are forgiven to such a degree, pardoned to such a degree, that we are brought into God's royal family. Praise God. What a release it is. Oh, they used to sell the the product for our headaches and our backaches and our pains. <laughs> Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer. Oh, what a release it is. I think it was that product. It may be another pain-killing product. I remember the, the catchphrase and the, and, the, and the line was this. Oh, what a relief it is. Is. Friend of mine, there's no relief through any chemical or any medicine like the relief that comes when we know our sins are forgiven and we now are set free from the shackles of that sinful kingdom of darkness and we are free to serve the living and true God. Amen. This is an ancient path, yes, but it is the only path to true peace. Peace with God and then experiencing the peace of God into our heart and into our life. You see, John, Jesus said in John 14 in verse 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father except by me. Amen. No man can come to the Father except Except by me. I'm the way. I'm the way. In the Greek, it is the word hodos, and it means a traveled way. It means a road. It means a pathway, a highway. Jesus is the highway to peace with God. Christ is the bridge that spans that awful gap between God and fallen man. He is the way, He is the path. I remember hearing the story some years ago of a missionary that was sent to seek out a tribe from the mission station deep in the jungle, and they gave him a guide that knew exactly how to get to that tribe. But as he was led by this man he had never met and this man he didn't know personally but was personally assured, he can get you there. He knows the way. He knows the way to get you through this unmarked uh, jungle, (laughs) but he knows how to navigate it and take you to where you want to be. Just follow him. So he began to follow him, but as they got deeper into the jungle and there appeared to be no path at all, he asked his guide after much worrying and, and concern, are you sure that you know the path? To this village. And he said sir. I am the path. <laughs> that was his answer. I have been there many times. And i you don't have to see. A literal physical pathway. Just know that I know. And I will get you there. I know where I'm going. I know how to get you there. Amen. Friend of mine. Jesus is the way. He is the path to peace with God. And He is our guide. Praise God. He's not only the way. He is the truth. And He is the life. Jesus is the only way to God. He cries, come to me. And I will give you rest. Amen. He will keep that promise to you. He will keep that promise to me hallelujah we like ancient israel once again stand at a crossroads we can continue to find new ways to try to cope with the pressure of living in a sin-sick world or we can choose the god-given path to peace words like godliness holiness sanctification seem outdated and irrelevant to the new gospel They involve an attitude of submission and surrender and repentance. And God still calls us to come to Him. Amen. To repent of our sin, receive Christ as our Savior. And they still lead to the true peace and rest for the human soul. Friend of mine, you will never find it in the sin that makes the promise if you do this if you own that if you experience this you will surely find peace within that is not that is not a promise that the world can keep the devil will make these promises but he can't keep them jesus said take my yoke on you learn of me for i am meek and lowly in spirit and you shall find rest for your soul you see, the first call is the call to salvation. The second call is the call to discipleship, the call to follow Jesus Christ. Taking His yoke is a symbolic expression. It means submit to me and become my disciple. The yoke is a symbol of a condition of servitude. First Timothy 6 and 1 said, is, Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed take my yoke upon you learn of me and you will find rest for your soul I'm speaking to someone today that in your life right now you're seeking peace within you may have sought it through some world religion that promised peace but couldn't deliver it. You may have sought it through some drug that is promised to give you some kind of spiritual experience to take you into some realm of a a synthetic peace that is not lasting. You may be trying through sin and all the pleasures that the flesh can experience— Through sin, you may be looking for that place where you feel so satisfied that you have peace. But sin cannot provide the peace that it promises you. You see, Satan is behind all the synthetics, all of the lies. And he will make promises that he cannot deliver and lead you deeper and deeper into destructive behavior. And still never achieving the peace that you so desperately desire and you so desperately need. But let me tell you something about Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something about the God who sent Him to be our Savior. God has promised peace. Amen. In fact, He said in Isaiah, He will keep Him in perfect peace. Hallelujah. Isn't that an incredible thing? He will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in me. He will keep you today. He will keep me today. Our God can deliver what he promised, but we have to come to him the way that he has made. Oh, I'm crying to so many to cry out for the ancient pathway. Quit looking for the new and the improved. Oh, receive the tried and the true today. Come to Jesus today so He can keep His promise to give you peace that will never pass away. For the kingdom of God, Christ taught, is not meat and drink, but it is righteousness, it is peace. And it is joy in the Holy Ghost. God is calling you today. I'm convinced of that. You know why? Because I'm declaring the true path to peace. And I believe the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, is confirming that to you. I believe God is speaking to your heart right now. And He is saying by the Holy Spirit, come to Christ. Come to Jesus. Repent of your sin, confess them, and receive Christ as your Savior. And let Him keep the promise to grant peace to you that passes all understanding. Uh, To be able to lay down tonight. And whether you awake in the morning or wake up in heaven, you have the peace of knowing God is now my Heavenly Father. Christ is now my Savior. And the Holy Spirit is my guide to take me through this world all the way to heaven where I will live with Him forever. Well, we love you today. Would you come back next week and let's talk about Jesus.